You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, Episode 4. Today, we're talking about keeping an audition journal spreadsheet. Now let's get started. here and welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for joining us. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every Monday for your enjoyment and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic and on Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Hey guys, so as some of you might know from my Instagram live videos, I like to keep an audition journal on my computer where I plug in very important information regarding every audition I go on. This is probably one of the most important lessons I learned at Texas State, amongst other things, but our teachers really showed us how important it was to always record who we are going into an audition for, who's behind the table, who's playing the piano, all of that good stuff, because that information can be very valuable to you. You may actually get a call back months and months after you go to an audition and you have to remember what you wore to the previous audition and what you sang. You might also have to go back and reference your audition journal for any specific notes that the creative team gave you behind the table. Keeping an audition journal in general is a really, really good practice for young artists, especially when you're new to the city and you are starting out your career fresh with new casting directors and new creative teams. So today I'm going to basically give you guys a breakdown of what I record in my audition journal and hopefully you find this helpful. So I use Microsoft Excel to record all of the information on my auditions. I start off on the first column by recording the date of the audition. The second column has exactly what the audition is for, whether it's for a cruise line or a Broadway theater or a regional theater, whatever the case is. I write down the specific title of the show. And the third column is whether or not the call is an open call, an EPA, an ECC, an appointment, or a callback. The next column is where the audition was. I like to write down whether or not it was at Pearl Studios, Equity, Ripley Greer, even if it was a video request or in a different city. That's just something I like to write down. It's not necessary. This next column I find very important. It's who is casting the production. Sometimes if you go in for an audition, the casting director might not even be in the room. It might be for the producer or the director or the choreographer or the musical director. But I always like to put down who is casting the production, especially if it's a larger casting office like Telsey or Tara Rubin. 
Okay, so this next column is always jam-packed with names. Um, it's who was behind the table, who was in the room when you auditioned. Sometimes you might not have this information available, in which case it might be a good idea to ask the monitor who was in the room. Otherwise, for EPAs and ECCs, it's actually required to have a sheet outside of the audition room with the monitor at their desk that has all of the information about everyone who's in the room behind the table when you audition. And that information is key. That's going to have the names of the casting director, the creative team, and the piano player if you are doing a musical audition. The column after that, I go ahead and record exactly what I wore. I love to wear the same thing for the callback if I do end up getting a callback, just because it makes it easier for the creative team to remember you. And I will literally record everything, so I'll write down whether or not I wore a dress, what kind of top I wore, or what shoes I wore, if I wore flats or heels or boots, and uh, how I did my makeup and hair that day. Which brings us to the next column, which is what I sang or read in the room. I will just jot down the name of the song that I sang and or monologue that I decided to do in the room and whether or not I danced or, I don't know, had to read sides. The next column I leave blank and I don't always have stuff to fill in for here because a lot of the times when you audition you just don't get any feedback after you audition. They say thanks, bye, and that's the end of it. Um, but sometimes they give you notes. The people behind the table have an adjustment for you to make and they have you do your song again or read sides again after they've given you some notes about the character or about the play or musical. So I like to... If that does happen, record it in my notes um, for future reference. The next column includes whether or not I was called back and whether or not I contacted the creative team. For example, if I sent them a postcard after the audition or if I emailed them a follow-up email after a callback, whatever the case is. Which, of course, leads me to the next column, which is the contact information of the creative team or casting director in the room. A lot of the times for appointments, they won't post that, but for ECCs and EPAs on that required sheet, they are required to write down the contact information of the creative team or casting director. This can include an email address, a phone number, or most likely the postal address. And last but not least, my final column of my audition journal includes the original audition information, so what they asked me to prepare beforehand, whether or not they asked for a 16-bar cut of a song, 32-bar cut, a short monologue, a combination of those, or for me to read sides or a song from the show. And there you have it. So that's everything that I like to write down after I audition. I tend to do this immediately after I audition so that I don't forget anything. And I make sure to take a picture of those required sheets that they put outside of ECCs and EPAs so that I have that information on file for later. I'm telling you, it's happened to me before. I've gone into an audition for something in February and then I've gotten a callback for it 
in June and I had to go back and say, okay, what did I sing that day? What did I wear? Who was I in front of? Am I going to be in front of them again in the audition? I'm telling you, it really, really does help to have this information on file. And most importantly, Though you can record all of this in a journal, I do suggest recording it on Excel or a spreadsheet of your choice because what's really easy for me, even though I sometimes have to lug my computer around, it's very, very easy to just open up the spreadsheet right before the audition if you see who's in the room to go ahead and search just use the search feature on Excel to see if you've been in front of the creative team or the specific casting director that's in the room before. It's super helpful. It's a great feature. And I do 100% suggest doing this on Excel. It makes your life so much easier. And with all of that being said, this concludes episode four of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. If you enjoyed this, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And if you feel so inclined, give me a shout out on Instagram. I love to see that you guys are listening and enjoying. For further inquiries, email me at maggie at actoraesthetic.com or shoot me a DM at actoraesthetic. It takes a village, y'all. I'll see you next week.